it's the Beans Talk podcast. I am Joel Loins. Joining me is Jacob Dickens. Wow. Ollie Savile. Hello. And Lauren Best. Greetings. This week on the podcast, we've got some light news and mostly talking about the games that we've been playing because there's a lot of games. Um, So instead of bullshitting around and horsing around... Let's get straight into what we've been playing, Jacob. Whoa, you've Jacob. been playing the you've been playing the newest thing. We, we, we want to delve straight into some Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, tell me about the Wumper Fruit. That was my. In case you didn't notice when I uh, when I introduced myself, that was my kind of semi best Crash noise. Oh, Whoa. is that what that was? Oh, I'm what? very sorry that that was not as accurate as I think you <laughs> thought. <laughs> It, it was the very last second choice, I will be honest. Um, yeah, Crash Bandicoot 4 came out um, a couple of days ago from when we're recording this. Um, and so far, if I was to give a general verdict, I'm very happy with it. Um, mm. Crash Bandicoot is a series that is very near and dear to me. It's probably the first kind of game series I'd say I really properly got into where I was actually kind of old enough to have conscious thought and appreciate things about games. Because, <laughs> like, sure, I played... The very first game I played was, like, Sonic the Hedgehog on the Mega Drive, but I was, like, super young, and then I had an N64, which was, like, exclusively used for Pokemon Stadium. But when we got the, the PS1 was when I was kind of old enough to actually start kind of understanding games a bit more. And, yeah, Crash 2 and 3 were, like, really big deal for me. Um, Favourite platform is probably... I know that's. Hmm. The, I know this is gonna rile Joel, Joel up. No, I'm just waiting no, for Joel to <laughs> shit all Tell over me this. why I hate Crash Bandicoot, Joel. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, 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 I've, I've, I've learned that I am the outlier of. Um, yeah, fair. Uh, it is. It is a personal problem. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so tell, so tell me, Jacob, hmm. how, how, how is this game like? The main takeaway that I've currently got for this right now is. They've put in so much more effort into this than A, they needed to, and B, I thought that they would. Because obviously I played the the Insane Trilogy back when that came out a few years ago, um, and that was really, really good remake. Um, set a very nice kind of foundation for what they could have used to then build upon it, because obviously it sold pretty well, and it's probably the success of the Insane Trilogy that made them think oh maybe we should just do another original crash game and actually just do it right this time so yeah that uh, that insane trilogy is basically what sparked off like activision mm. going oh right okay spyro People tony like hawk these, old games. Yeah. these things still sell uh, these things still sell and also we're desperate for something new mm. um well i say new but um because you know guitar hero failed call of duty sales were slipping mm. um like blizzard Blizzard's a whole um, other mess, yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> so that insane trilogy was mm. that like a one-to-one remake, or was it like that sort of remake where it's um it plays as you remember it, sort For of thing? For the most part, it was trying to stay as faithful to the original games as possible. Um, in that everything pretty much looked how it was supposed to. They didn't really play around too much with when they were upgrading the graphics, they didn't really change too much. The only thing I would say that was that different really was the physics were slightly different. Um, I remember you saying that Crash felt like mushy when you ran around with him before. 
Yeah. Um, he's he's even heavier in the Insane Trilogy, which isn't strictly a bad thing. It's just kind of different and t- took a little bit of getting used to. I, I guess I guess coming from those, you know, you, you actually have reverence for those original games. Yeah. Like, you, you'll notice the difference. I'm guessing, like, it's the same with Ollie and the Tony Hawk mm. um, HD remakes where... There's little kind of nuances about how it controls and things that you notice here. Um, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm trying to take this in, but Lauren is sniggering in the background. What's happening? Because um, I, I, may, I may have let one slip out. Oh, dear. <laughs> and, and, and we, it's one too many wumper fruit. We got this tiny little <laughs> blip on the waveform <laughs> <laughs> that, that was completely missed by you guys, but staring yeah. at it and weeping. I... I completely didn't notice, everyone. but I'm sure Joel's going to isolate that sound clip and amplify it. <laughs> I, will, I will, I will, I will find, and if I can't find it because it didn't actually get picked up on the microphones, I'll just put in a fake yeah, fart. Just put in a fart. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Well, wow, Ollie, what have nothing, you been eating? There's nothing worse than when you're silently trying to laugh and someone <laughs> like, else is looking at you at the same time, and it's like being in school. <laughs> I guess oh, makes it I guess, worse. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sorry, it's Ollie's bum's fault. So, please carry yeah. on with the civilized no, Crash no Bandicoot talk. Talking about talking about Insane Trilogy and yeah, how the physics are changed from the originals to the Insane Trilogy, and actually that is one of the things that seemingly has changed between Insane Trilogy and Four. The physics are again slightly different, which has caused frustration here and there, but ultimately it's not much like the initial kind of transition from original to insane it's like it's not strictly a bad thing it just takes some getting used to yeah um it's one that's one of the main things that's kind of differing is that yeah um the physics and kind of the jumping feels a little bit different i do have notes here so i'm gonna just bust these out oh shit jacob jacob wrote notes he's bought a book report with him this is one of my yeah this is one of my uh most anticipated games of the year so i'm I'm big into it yeah i so, kind of to get started, they have added in a lot of extra mobility options that weren't in the original games, which is an interesting evolution of it. Because as I say, I fully expected them to just kind of take the Insane Trilogy template and just make some like original levels for it. And bang, you got a Crash 4. Um, whereas now they've added in a crouch jump. So basically... Ooh usually in the old games the highest way you could jump would be to do the slide into the jump that does the biggest kind of jump arc Hmm. as it were whereas now you can just do that from a crouching position you don't have to slide so you can immediately do like a high jump in a way um which opens up some nice traversal possibilities um also you have the double jump from the very start of the game now it's usually something that you get midway through and when i saw it in the gameplay demos from before i was like oh they've just earned it partway through the game but no you have the double jump from the very beginning which is a first for at least the original crash style games i believe okay yeah um they've added in a spin slide as well so normally if obviously the spin is crash's main attack or you can slide into things as well if you want to kind of hit them in the legs for instance if they like slashing a sword at you you can slide under it there's now a slide and a spin like combination, so you spin and slide at the same time. That's kind of interesting. Mm. Mm. You're you are selling me on Crash Four, they've, Jacob. They've added in so much stuff, and I'm just like, I can't believe how different 
this is and how kind of they obviously looked at the old crash formula and they were like yeah this kind of works well enough but it could still be better um one of the main things they've done in regards to that is normally you have kind of your shadow for where you're going to land when you kind of jump somewhere they've put an extra highlighted yellow circle around your shadow now that you can turn on and off to make your so landings I, a bit easier so i was watching uh a, a vtuber play mm. like play these the VTubers. demo these vtubers and uh i, I, I saw it and i was like over that part <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's um the future. I, it's the future ollie get with it old man um so I, I was watching it and I was like, oh, this fixes that fi- that little wa- yellow circle mm. around the shadow fixes 300% of the problems <laughs> that I have with Crash Bandicoot. It's, yeah, because I mean, it, it's something that's turned on from the very start. And I was in two minds about whether I keep it on or not, because I'm like, oh, am I basically playing it on like easy mode if I have this on? But I'm like, if they had it on from the start, it's what the developers intended kind of it for it to be played that way if it was on from yeah, the start yeah because i'm i'm guessing like you know that it one been added for accessibility reasons yes. and stuff like that but also like hey maybe these later levels get really hectic and it's just that extra edge of information yeah. that you need to figure out what to do well that kind of leads in nicely to my next point which is the game doesn't fuck around from the very beginning like the first oh. couple of levels are like, yeah, okay, you're you're getting back into the swing of things, but it doesn't take long for the game to kind of start amping up in difficulty to where I, I like I don't feel bad about having the extra shadow reticle on at all. <laughs> um, so in one sense, I'm like, yeah, I can see it being added for accessibility reasons, but also I'm like, the game I feel like in a lot of ways also does kind of expect you to have at least played some Crash Bandicoot before and vaguely understand say, how does, it works. Does it kind of recognize you as a player of the original games? Like, are they marketing this knowing that it's not just going to be kids wanting mm. a kid's game? There's such a big crowd that obviously is wanting to pick this up for nostalgia purposes. Yeah, so... I think it definitely does kind of expect at least a, ma- a majority of players to have some familiarity with it because even when you're going through uh like the early levels where it's teaching you things it will obviously teach you like oh press x twice to double jump because it's like an essential thing but even the like non-essential movement stuff like i i don't even remember it teaching you kind of like how to slide and stuff um it's just like yeah you'll kind of figure out as you go or you knew it from previously playing other crash games i don't think it even prompted you to to kind of learn how to do that kind of thing maybe i'm wrong um but yeah i feel like it the air that i'm definitely getting with how the difficulty does ramp up quite early on is like, yeah, you know how these games work. You're just kind of reacquainting with it now. Okay, you're back in. Now let's kind of turn up the heat. Um, And kind of in respect of that difficulty, um, one of the main ways it's kind of done that is through the new masks it's introduced. Um, I don't know how much you guys might have seen of kind of the new... Because these are really the new kind of gimmick for this game. I, I I saw a trailer for... It played before a YouTube video of yeah. a um, a man in a crash outfit <laughs> and a rapper of yes. some description. They, they love that crash outfit. Yeah, the, the rapper was rapping about the new masks, and I was like, oh, "Okay, right. this is this." You definitely took your cues from the nineties <laughs> of like advertising. So yeah, the main kind of gimmick they've added to these levels is is through these masks. Um, each one has kind of a different ability. I believe there's four of them throughout the whole game, and I've got two so far. 
uh, with the first one that you get kind of early on being the phase shifting mask. I think his name is like Lanny Lolo or something like that. Um, but basically, it is a mask where a lot of the terrain in the level ends up becoming like a ghostly blue color. Um, and then when you press the mask button, which is either the trigger or triangle, um, it phases all of the ghostly blue stuff in as actual platforms. And then some of the other platforms that weren't ghostly blue before become ghostly blue. So it's like you're jumping between two dimensional kind of planes, oh, as it were. So you, okay. there are sometimes like in the later levels where you're making a jump in the middle of your jump, you're tapping the button to make the next platform appear from the other dimension. You jump onto that and then kind of approach the platform from that sense. It's something uh, that Crash has never really done before, and it's really, really cool. It's quite difficult. Don't don't, don't, don't start selling me on this. That's <laughs> my, th- this is my type of stuff. I love like this, like the one-to-one, like, you know, you, while you're doing this thing, you've got to do the other thing. Yeah, and... you've got to be conscious kind of of what you're jumping into and kind of look a little bit ahead to see, okay, so if I press the button here, this stuff's going to phase in, this stuff is going to phase out. Um, so that's for, for kind of the early levels. And the, the second mask that I've got um, is the, oh, what's it called? It's like the the black matter, the dark matter spin. So where you normally spin and he kind of crash just stops. If you press the trigger, you just spin forever until you press the trigger again. And oh. you can kind of use that when you jump um, as like a, a gliding mechanic, kind of. Like you're used to in the old games with the extended spin, but you'd still stop with the extended death tornado spin. Whereas this time you just keep spinning. Um so yeah you can use that to like glide over long gaps and stuff like that it also allows you to kind of jump up a lot higher adds a lot of verticality to the levels um yeah like i say it's just something that i feel like they were just like how can we make this one still feel like crash but actually add in something a bit different instead of just kind of rehashing the old insane trilogy stuff but just kind of make original levels with it instead um and that kind of makes up the the base of kind of how it's how the levels themselves are different yeah Okay. Um, there's a few other kind of small things gems work differently as well um so i don't know if you remember kind of in the old games they um gems were just like collectibles you could find throughout the levels or also for collecting all the boxes in each level and mm-hmm. when you collect all the gems that's what ended up getting you the true ending um whereas here there are actually six gems you can get in every single level um which then act as kind of a a currency slash unlockable meter as it were um for you to unlock skins for crash and coco throughout the whole game um which is nice once again it's another way they've kind of reconsidered something that was like yeah you just kind of get it because you you get it you collect things in platformers and it actually gives them a bit more of a purpose throughout the whole game instead of just getting the ending um and the world structure is different as well so usually in in kind of old crash games you'd have the kind of hub as it were and you jump to from a selection of like five different levels per kind of set of levels as it were um and they would all be in like different time periods different zones and stuff whereas in this one it's more kind of focused in the sense that it's like okay you start out in the mad max style world and then you move on to the pirate world and then x y and z you do a few levels in each one um, which also can involve other characters other than Crash and Coco, because um, you can also play as Cortex, Dingo Dial, and the newly revamped Torna in this game as well. Is Torna the weird uh, anthropomorphic? So she was um... Crash's girlfriend in Crash 1, but she was very much the damsel in distress kind of Princess right. Peach of that game. Whereas because this is all about kind of flipping alternate dimensions and things like that, they've got an alternate 
dimension version of Torna where she's kind of like a badass. She's an adventurer with like a hook shot and shit. Um, so I've played I've played a couple of her levels and it's a really nice change of pace as well. Once again, something they didn't really need to put in there um, or consider, but they did. And it's, uh, yeah, really nice. It sounds like Crash is back on top after um, I believe basically, so. basically those, uh, I don't know how to describe them, um what, the, the ones the uh, 360 games and that the, the titans three, games the, the ps the ps2 games and yeah i think twin sanity really was kind of the last okay one the other ones were a bit kind of uh, there, but... was, there was there was that nice 3d platformer one that the game was bad but the soundtrack was really nice hmm. um where everything was acapella oh nice yeah, yeah. um and of course i'd also be a re- while I remember it, would be remiss to kind of mention that obviously the art style is very different as well. It's a lot kind of, in in a way, I'd say it's less smooth kind of in how it moves, um, in the way like Crash's run cycle is a bit more kind of juddery, but that kind of makes it a bit more stylized. I think that's kind of what they were going for instead of kind of just the, not a smooth bandicoot, but more of a an edgy bandicoot. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's very hard ba- to describe. This, bandic- this bandicoot's got some crags on him. He's got... <laughs> He's a craggly bandicoot. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So uh, that's my that's my original character, craggly bandicoot. Yeah, crag, it craggly bandicoot. Uh, it could be because like I always associate Crash with one of those games from my childhood where it was just so yeah. impossibly hard. Like everyone just <laughs> knew Crash Bandicoot was like a super super difficult game, mm, mm. and like obviously when you start talking about all the stuff they've added in, like it makes you wonder whether they've added that in for ease. But then if there's you know if you're saying there still is quite a big sort of difficulty thing about it that's still Mm. kind of good because the thing i hate about a lot of games especially older franchises that are getting sort of new additions in sort of this generation is shots at pokemon coming up yeah looking at you Mm. game freak (laughs) like they are so hold hold your handy yeah yeah and and super easy to the Mm. to try and get a younger audience in and to make it easy on purpose and and that puts me off a lot of these mm. games but oh, it sounds yeah, like it definitely none of that i would say uh, that's uh yeah not a concern it's uh i think yeah they value the core kind of crash nostalgic audience more than anything i would say and uh they've just added in all this nice stuff to kind of uh keep us happy as it were i love that because I, I think a lot of again looking at you game freak like they just <laughs> they, they care nothing for their um long time fans yeah audience and what they actually want they just care about the new set of kids to get on the bandwagon so absolutely i like that it sounds like they're they're aiming this more towards like a very good like venmo diagram of the mm. in between of new fans and long-standing fans yeah absolutely so it's a thorough recommendation from me i dare say it'll probably be whenever we do game of the year level stuff it'll be up there it'll probably so far at the very least it'll be kind of top three top five right now i'd say that's that's actually that's but then again i'm a, I'm a massive mark for crash bandicoot so <laughs> yeah but even still i think you being a massive mark for crash bandicoot if this game sucked i think you'd be the first one to come out and say oh, like I would, fucking shit i would at least come on this podcast and been like well i kind of still like it because it's crash but yeah but uh, no, it's not right. even now i'm like <laughs> yeah well, i would thoroughly recommend this to anyone who says they like platformers i mean my only concern is uh with, with someone like you joel is that obviously you said you've got these kind of reservations about it with how it's very kind of one hit deathy and things like that that yeah. still exist it's still a pretty prevalent part of the game so there is some frustration because i mean one of the gems in the levels for instance for every single level you get a gem if you beat the level in three lives or less 
Um, and there have been times where I've died for the stupidest reasons where like, you know, I've waited for an enemy to charge at me. He's turned around and evidently I'm supposed to attack him when he's back, his back's turned, but I didn't press the attack button quick enough. So I just ran into his butt and died. <laughs> and I'm like, that is literally ridiculous. That's one of my deaths. Yeah. So I just had to restart the level all over. Cause I'm like, this is, I've just wasted a life pretty much. So there is still some of that in there that can be frustrating, but so I wouldn't say they're strictly fully addressed those concerns that you'd have but maybe they're still added in enough for you to you don't rage well that's true (laughs) even when i was playing the uh, (laughs) even when i was playing the insane trilogy through um a couple years ago and i played it earlier this year as well on my switch um yeah there was a lot of that so still even even now i've like 20 odd years later the insane trilogy on my switch is i i got it and i was so hyped and then i started playing and i was like oh my god i forgot <laughs> I, how much i hate this game <laughs> i i finished the three of them i've never i wouldn't even dare try and 100 percent them oh god no that's just just for my own sanity i would not do how that. is that switch port good, good. I, I actually yeah. i think i was pretty impressed with it i was expecting it to be janky but it, it plays really nice yeah, I was I was a bit reserved because I'm always I'm always reserved when it comes to Switch ports because I'm always like, oh, how well is it going to run though? And there are some Switch ports I've played, like the Skyrim one, where I was like, I just don't think it controls that well yeah. on the on the Joy Cons. Um, but yeah, I managed to play through all three of the games without much kind of hassle on the control side. So yeah, no, okay, fine. okay, okay. As a port, anyway, I'd recommend that. Yeah, Lauren, hi, putting you on the spot. Okay, I'm just going to come out here. We're all talking about great games. I'm just going to be basic bitch. It's October. It's spoopy time. Ooh. I've had my first pumpkin spice latte of the season. <laughs> and the fall update for Animal Crossing has dropped. Oh, man. It came out on the 30th of September. But yeah. the actual new features went live from the 1st of October. Yeah. And um, as far as the tiny sort of not that exciting updates go for animal crossing this is by far my favorite one and it's probably the only Mm. one that's actually really excited me the others have Mm. been nice and i've enjoyed what they brought but this one i am hella excited about my pumpkins now you can do menial work tasks i've been pumpkins right i've been watching hannah play it and yeah she's very excited about her pumpkins as well um yeah there's a lot of kind of cosmetics added in isn't there as well yeah um that, you can, that... can change your skin color yeah but no, still no actual like real people skin color variations that's i think that was a big complaint they added in like blue and green skin but there's still mm. not a great option for other people like dark skin there's not that yeah. many options there's not many good like um like hair options for other people with different hair textures mm. i think that was a complaint but... i saw a lot of that on twitter yeah I think obviously from the beginning of the game, people are like, we need more sort of hair textures and and skin color options for, you know, other people. Mm. And um, then, you know, six months down the line, don't worry, you can be blue now. (laughs) Representation. (laughs) Yeah. But like, I'm, I'm super happy. Like, so what they've added in is you can buy a piece of candy once a day from uh, Nook's Cranny. Obviously this is the candy that can then be used on Halloween then you can you can buy pumpkins from leaf or you can buy them all throughout october from nooks cranny uh they're actually cheaper from leaf which i did not realize until i'd already bought like 30 pumpkins from nooks cranny (laughs) but still Uh, i'm gonna guess pumpkins are just uh cosmetic fences yeah i was gonna say what do you do with them so i'm glad you asked you can have (laughs) ollie looks so done (laughs) (laughs) 
So there's four different colour pumpkins. There's orange, yellow, and green and white. And the rarity is in that order. So when you buy the pumpkin seeds, they um, you don't know what colour they are until they grow. And um, you can actually plant a full-grown pumpkin to grow more pumpkins of that colour. Mm. And depending on how many days in a row you water your pumpkins actually depends on how many you yield when you actually harvest them on, on day four, because it takes a good three days to, to grow your pumpkins. Um, so throughout October and the spooky season, you can actually get spooky diys from your villagers um so like when you go into the house and they're crafting and they give you a diy recipe mm. it's, it's likely to be one of the spooky ones i think there's 14 of the halloween recipes to collect and um you craft them with the orange pumpkins and this is where there's like a slightly different mechanic to usual there's all different color options but instead of using customization kits like you would usually you actually use the other three pumpkin colors to change your original uh... So like the, one of the coolest recipes, which is only available on Halloween, is the big pumpkin carriage like in Cinderella. Oh, wow. So you get that from Jack, which is the, you know, the the NPC, the the little pumpkin fella. The spoopy boy. Yeah, spoopy boy. Really cute. I'm glad they brought him back. He, he basically on Halloween, you go around and you give candy to your villagers and in, res in return, they give you DIY. So you can get them this way as well on Halloween instead of just going to their house throughout October. And then you, they give you either a DIY or a lollipop. And then when you give three lollipops to Jack, he will give you a DIY recipe. And there's two that he can give you that you can't obtain any other way, uh. which is the pumpkin wand and the, the carriage DIY, which is what I really, really want. Oh boy! And yeah, oh boy! It definitely sounds like Animal Crossing, yeah. <laughs> well, no, because like now it sounds like now it sounds like new Animal Crossing, this new wave of Animal Crossing. Well, of... yeah, the Animal Crossing that I know, which was yeah, New Horizons, yeah. and specifically like the Easter event and stuff. And yeah, oh, we th don't this sounds the Easter event. Eggs. Oh my god, like Bunny eggs? Day, haunt me yeah. forever. <laughs> I think I think that's I think that was the week where I put Animal Crossing down. Um, I finished, day. yeah, I finished Bunny Day, and I played for another week, and then that was it. Because it was just like there was there is something about New Horizons that I I really really like, which is the all the Animal Crossing bits. Oh. Um, but boy, does that sound like busy work <laughs> throughout the entirety of October? Yeah, I I, I finished playing it. Animal Crossing. Um, oh gosh, it was. When I completed the game, yeah. When I uh, actually uh, acquired, got... I acquired all of my sheep. <laughs> Utopia became complete. I I got my own copy of this game. This was one of the few things we didn't buy between us because oh. we, we thought we were both going to be playing it. I think I put about 10 hours into mine. I was going to say, I don't think I ever saw you playing it yeah. when you were online. <laughs> and the, the busy work became too much for me um, mm, to fair. the point where... I say currently you've not you've not done your job in a while, uh, but I assigned Lauren the task of just getting me to the end of the game because <laughs> I I kind of figured that once I had everything unlocked and I had the whole island to play with, I might actually have kind of a vision, uh, yeah. and, and be able to build something from there. Uh, but I I couldn't get through the initial busy work. I think this is the problem I had was I never really finished my my island and got it looking as perfect as I wanted to because I didn't know the scope of what I could have 
So I never wanted to like formally put something in place and be like, yes, this is here because there could always be something cooler. Yeah, that was my exact problem. I, I was just... like, I don't know what to do because there's so many options that I don't know about. So yeah, I just never I, really I finished it. I don't want to build something until I know I'm at the final space that I'm going to yeah. have. But like I've never seen anybody react to such a, a relaxing game like Ollie. Like it's supposed to be such like a cute, <laughs> wholesome, it really relaxing game. Of relaxing. You would pick it up for five minutes and just get so visibly unhappy <laughs> and stressed that he would just put it down again. So it is virtual yeah. housework. Housework makes me stressed. I get that. I, I get that. You could you can you don't have to just like I've changed a lot of my areas. I've moved my house a lot. I've moved my villagers' houses a lot. Like I really enjoy having like ongoing projects and stuff. Like I can mm. I've been playing it pretty much every day since release still. And yeah. I've I'm still not finished with my island because like I, I don't know, like, it is busy work in a way, but it's not... In a way, it is. <laughs> but... <laughs> so I I would get to a nice little point where I'd like, uh, oh, I've just planted a whole orchard and I've got a nice pattern of different fruits together and then I'm there trying to harvest my fruit and then my fucking, I don't know, my shovel breaks and I'm just there. Just... Why are you harvesting fruit with I, your shovel? I don't... Whatever, <laughs> whatever you use to do whatever shit you do in that game. Yeah, All yeah. My break and i'm like i'm halfway across the map i have to switch to my pole just to get across oh, the river because i can't yeah. afford a bridge <laughs> struggle it really is I, I i can't go back i can't i can't do it. i got quite attached to my like three villagers and yeah, he's I, not even got a full island of 10 yet and i in a way i miss them but i i mean in a way i kind of don't want to go back to it because i, I have been off it for so long and i know that when you do take a bit of a break from it and you go back, they guilt trip you. Oh, they really do. All of oh, my sheep, yeah. they'll be like, Jacob, where the hell were you? It's been months. They're just like, I can't <laughs> believe you left without saying goodbye. I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry, in, we, Wendy. We came into your house and you've just been sleeping. What have you been in a roaches. coma pretty much? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I still remember when the the brief amount of time that I was playing this and, and Joel actually visited my No, me and me and Lauren visited you, you, Joel. Yeah. Lauren. And and for a good like <laughs> half an hour after Lauren had left, Joel presumed he was still playing the game solo, and I was just asleep at his house. <laughs> <laughs> he just eventually returned home to find me still lying there. Yeah, I we... just I just put my switch down and just left myself in his please, bed. Please, <laughs> please check the link to this to this podcast. We will include a photo of when. Joel discovered Ollie I, asleep yeah, in his Yeah, I think bed. I do still have the <laughs> screenshot saved on my Switch. <laughs> You'll have to send those over. Yeah, oh, so funny. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I really enjoy the way my little island is progressing, so if anyone cares, I will show you how it's coming along, mm. because I, I'm is, very attached. And it is nice that they have these kind of free updates every now and then to add slowly add stuff in. A lot of people say that it's stuff that they could have added from the start, but I guess it keeps people playing for a bit longer, gives something to look forward to. Yeah, I see why they do it. Although I think people's argument is we're still missing a lot of key features that mm. were included in like New Leaf and Wild World, like Bruce's coffee, for example. Yeah. I think everyone is still expecting that to drop. So yeah, maybe for Christmas. Mm. We'll see. But I'm I mean, happy with I mean that that game that that game gets data mined at least once a day by somebody <laughs> checking Nintendo servers. Uh, Lauren, have you been playing anything else? Um. I have not actually. So, at, well, besides, you know, 
dipping back into sims because i finally went because i usually play quite a lot of sims but i had a couple of months break and i am ignoring the journey to batu i'm not even gonna buy that because it just no but I, that's the star wars stuff yeah. i absolutely want you to get that no i just I'm... i don't i don't want it i don't want it in my game i actually just got nifty knitting and i really really love it so that's what i've been doing i've just been knitting on the sims because i oh. can't knit in real life because my dog will steal the yarn true, true, true. uh oliver yeah there's a no. there's a loud car revving its revving its engine outside our house. I don't know if you can hear that. No, <laughs> you, you you can just keep going. Talk to me about the video games you've been games putting been in your playing, face. Jumping from Jacob and his very current release and Lauren and her updated game. I've been playing a what a five year old game. Yeah. I mentioned a few weeks ago. I think I was was drawing up my PS4 bucket list. Of, of games that I just needed to finish mm. by the end of this generation. I, so say, I think a lot of us have been doing that in lockdown. Yeah. Uh, so I've been trying to prepare for sequels by finishing off Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh. Um, oh, you're trying again. I'm trying <laughs> again because I've... Uh, We've had this conversation at least five times over the last rants about six this months. Game. This, this game that I'm torn between really, really liking and just despising <laughs> <laughs> there's there's th- it, there's a very good game in there um every time i go back to it i get hit with this kind of fresh probably not old enough to be nostalgia but just a reminder of, of just wandering around this map and thinking this is such a pretty game this has got some really fun combat i just mm. just like relaxing and exploring and riding my robot cow or whatever the hell it is <laughs> and then uh, so i so what i did when i picked it up i thought i'd get some of the i suppose busy work again out the way i'll get some of these collectibles because i've been pretty much maxing out this game there's so much to do Mm -hmm. but i looked at that platinum trophy and thought that's pretty achievable there's no like top difficulty trophies or anything like that so Mm. i've been finding all the metal flowers and all that stuff's nice you just get to see it's a very diverse map. You've got your desert region. You've got your snowy areas. Uh, it's it's all very pretty. It's nice to just explore. And then I was doing the cauldrons, which are like pretty much like the game. The game's dungeons. Um, right. Okay. They're, they're, they're like the they're off to the side. Yeah. Um, I think there's five or six of them in total. Um, each one of them is just there's a bit of platforming in there. There's a bit of just general. Um, just just general exploration of these big kind of they're they're like relics of the old world which oh. is the current world yeah sorry i because i i actually started playing this during lockdown i only played it for a few hours and then put it down there's like one of those at the very start isn't there yeah um yeah, yeah. So at the end of each one there will be a boss um mm. which will just be basically a high level machine that you might not have encountered yet um mm. and each one that you beat you then like hack the cauldron or whatever it is and and gain the ability to control that type of machine hmm. um so that they're, they're usually pretty fun because the the machine combat is probably the highlight of that game it's every single enemy almost feels like this little mini boss fight some hmm. of them it, they've each got their own weakness you can't just go in there and just spam them with arrows yeah yeah um, You've got to kind of figure out your play style for each one. I like using the rope caster where you can tie them down. Oh, cool, yeah. Um, 
that's really fun to use, especially on the the big boys like your Thunderjaw, which is the the giant T Rex guy. Um, oh. You can kind of tie him down, shoot off his weapons, and then use his weapons against him. Um, so I went for the last cauldron that I had left to do, uh, and this cauldron is right in the like far corner of the map, which is probably why it was just out the way. I'd not got oh. to it yet. Um, and this one has a different little twist on it where the uh, it's the shadow Karja, which is like the rogue tribe of nasty people that are mm-hmm. trying to control the, the machines. Um, they are excavating this cauldron and all of the machines in there are already dead and you're just fighting waves and waves of human enemies, which is just the worst part of that game. <laughs> that that uncharted problem that i remember joel (laughs) years ago having a a proper rant about of firing arrows directly into these guys heads and watching them just lose a quarter of their health bar arrows yeah it's it's the problem i was having with like assassin's creed odyssey yeah where like the stealth kills only you know if you're not a high enough level or your weapon's not a high enough level like stealth kills will only take like half their health off yeah it's just like it's exactly the same with this you can you can do the stealth melee kills where you basically this this is the problem with like the rpgification of these types of games Mm -hmm. where it's slowing down what could be great combat encounters um it's it's sort of it's so, so like death stranding runs on the same engine as um horizon yeah, um, I remember you saying the the Tormex make an appearance. Yes, they do. Um, only only as holograms, but uh, the the human combat in that, you know, with all the stuff removed of like the RPG stuff of like levels and stuff, and obviously you're using um, bolo ties and stuff like that. Um, Just triggered at the word bolo. Bolo. <laughs> Oh, I've got battlegrounds for you later on. Don't I? <laughs> <laughs> um, but like you can see, you can see where that engine could go if they just removed, like you know, the levels from the enemies and yeah. You know... so, like one of the things you can get in Horizon is like the death from above stealth kill, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's just like a drop attack, and pretty much the mm. animation for that is you'll dive onto their shoulders and ram a spear through their throat. But if this is a high level enemy, they just you you pull that spear out their throat <laughs> and they just get back up and oh, just God. start swinging oh, at you. Shit. Uh, and it's uh, it just it's it's when you're fighting these machines, I I can deal with this leveling system because like you can make up a, yeah. a canon excuse why this robot dinosaur yeah, is. Yeah, it, it's 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 also head. like. It's also like why you know, for like in Death Stranding, where you know the enemies do have health bars, I think, but um, you know, it's like oh, you're using uh rubber bullets on them because you don't want them to die. So obviously, like the health's going to only be chipped down because they're just w- walking through it. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, when it's you know, when it's big fat robots and you know stuff like that yeah this 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 robot deer thing's gonna have health on it because it's made of machine Mm. and it doesn't operate like a human being it makes logical sense but when it's like a human versus a human like you said with the uncharted games where you gun them down for ages and it's even in the last of us and the last of us 2 
um, where you know you you're shooting them and it's just like I shot you. You should be on the ground and <laughs> dead. Yeah, um, and Horizon is is a game that is so full of those just modern open world tropes. It's it's got the yeah. It was power, late twenty late twenty tens video game yeah, bullshit. Yeah, it was it it was such a weird thing to see because at the same time, like the week after Horizon came out was Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Which is like the other end of, mm. um, and it, it actually relates to what we'll be talking about yeah. in a second. But um, yeah, yeah. So, and the thing with, like I've said before, the signal towers, I, I actually think, are done quite well in that game. Just the the little change that they're actually kind of alive, uh, mm. and you actually need to kind of find a point to jump onto them while they're patrolling their route. It, it makes it kind of fun, but so much of that game has just been done to death and maybe part of the problem is that i'm playing it in 2020 Mm, Um, also also for the past year (laughs) but also you know since i'd say since since you since you moved into your into your current your current living situation uh, you've been doing nothing but playing these open world games from from my perspective, like you've done the Spider Man, <laughs> pretty you've much done yeah. Horizon, uh, you've done The Witcher at least three times. Um, <laughs> I, I like had a go at Red Dead Two. Oh really? You had a go at Red Dead Two. You've done you've done Assassin's Creed. You started like, Red Dead Two like five times. That that's not a game that you. That's not a game you can start well, five well, times because that beginning this, area is so boring. I, I abandoned my PS4 save because I got the PC version free with my graphics card, so I thought I'd give it another go, and then it just sat there eating up a hundred plus gig on my hard drive <laughs> without getting played, and it's finally been deleted. <laughs> um, yeah. No. Speaking of like Breath of the Wild and mm. open world games, I've been playing uh, Genshin Impact. I'm very curious oh, about yeah. this. So um, it, it it launched on PS4, PC, uh, Android, and iOS. Oh boy! Uh, so uh, how do I describe it? Anime as fuck. Anime as fuck. Right up Jacob's also, alley. Right up Jacob's alley, but also right up Joel's alley because it's a secret gacha game. <laughs> oh no! Um, with um, okay, so. Genshin Impact is from Mihoyo, which do uh, they have another? They have like a string of um, mobile games, gach, mobile gacha games, mm-hmm. uh, Honkai Impact. Oh the, right, yeah. Um, which is a, a legitimate game name, Honkai, Honkai Impact. Yeah. Uh, it's not about geese, um, <laughs> if only. But yeah, no. So th- this is like their first like major big game. Mm. You know, we we we. Going, we're going all out. Um, it's, it's the PC version was royally fucked for downloading during the first 24, 48 hours mm. uh, because um, what people had figured out is that they hadn't set up a server or you know a download point for the Western audience. So we were all trying to connect to this one server in oh Singapore. <laughs> oh dear. Um, because it's a Chinese company, mm. so they, you know, they're using they're using um, Singaporean servers to get the get the game to the West. Mm. But uh, so that was downloading at like 
0.3 megabits a second. <laughs> so I set that on pause until last night, and I thought I'll give it another go, see what it's and it's downloading fine now. So it's mm. good to go. It's good to go. Uh, the mobile port, the mobile game, I would recommend having a fairly modern phone. I have a P20 Pro, and my phone is struggling. It's the first game where oh. um, I've actually noticed my phone beginning to struggle wow. under the weight of it. P20 is not really slouch, is it? No, it's a 2018 phone. Yeah. Um, like uh, you know, I, I I guess if you're on iOS, it's a much better. Um, I would I would suspect like the tens and elevens and S and the current SE yeah. would do fine. Um, I might actually have to have a look. I, I guess it would be better also on an uh, like a tablet of some description, yeah. uh, because boy, there is a lot of information on that screen. So the game, the game actually plays like not like so. It's partially like Breath of the Wild, mm. as in stamina meter collecting items yeah. from the ground um combat is like encourages experimentation you know shields you can set on fire mm. um set make things wet and then electrocute them cool. uh there is totally the glider like straight up oh, really? pre- <laughs> like not but it's 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 wings it's not it's actually its like version, a, yeah. it's its own version but it's straight up the same same thing um and then the combat is like your typical anime f- combat like game real time sort of real re- real time so it it like from the outside it looks like an mmo mm. it's totally not an mmo it's totally like a very like there's co-op mode in it but you won't see other players in cities and stuff like that yeah. it is very much a um it's very much a solo breath of the wild sort of mm. feel mm. um so like big empty fields but with some enemies and treasure chests yeah. dusted around combat's fine um it's kind of you know you're pressing x x x and then what commands and actions and stuff to you and your party you know, or... uh so you so yes so there's a party system in it uh which ties in with the gacha side of stuff oh is it like um, getting party members different ones yeah oh no this that um, that's mm, something that i feel so, like i could get sucked into <laughs> yeah so but the weird so the weirdest thing is is it gives you a character basically off the bat which is just a it, it's the, i think everyone ends up with like the same i saw like, some like blonde twins yeah so so the main character is this blonde twin uh who's been captured and trapped on wherever this is because she could travel through worlds with her brother mm-hmm. um to different universes and different dimensions whatever and then a god has stopped them from doing that for whatever is not explained right uh it's just just anime villain doing anime yeah. villain things to take over um, the world uh, f- probably maybe uh probably to harness the power of the other twin mm-hmm. um for <laughs> evil gains um and then that and then that leads into like straight into the you know into the game um trying to find the brother recruiting the help of the knights of this city um there's a dragon that's causing havoc and ah help us um (laughs) 
the gods of the gods have left us. We need to we need to go into these various challenge temples and activate these uh, devices or mm. hit these stones to unlock the power that's been trapped. Video game things. Video game things. Um, so yeah, like the 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 party system is totally tied in with the gacha stuff. But uh, so they gave me they gave me a character. So they gave you know everyone starts out with the the blonde one of the twins. Blonde guy, um, blonde gal. Yeah, so I have Billy Bob the blonde girl, because <laughs> um, it was like choose a name, and I was just like, oh, oh is this is this is this my username or uh, Billy Bob? And now it's just like, no, this is Billy Bob. <laughs> Hi, my name is Bob of Ledrand. <laughs> All in lowercase. Um, but so, and then it's like, ah, here's a here's here's a character, you know, voice. Everything's voice acted. Everything's English Nothing. voice acting. Um, no option to change it to Chinese, from what I can tell. Hmm. Uh, which is a shame because holy shit the companion character that joins you like the comic relief oh, anime yeah. high-pitched pixie voice thing, yeah. talks in the third person oh, no. oh. hi i'm paimon Oh, it's like the knock-on uh, from Xenoblade. Uh, yep. Oh, oh. Uh, but consistently ingrating um, terrible, terrible voice acting. Oh, I yeah. hate it. Hate it with a passion. But it's fine. It's fine. It's you know it only talks in the cutscenes, which are at the start. Like the f- the few hours that I played have been very frequent. Mm. Um, <laughs> so it's consistent. Uh, but uh, outside of that, but so like they gave me this character, and then um, it says, "Oh, go and it, you know she's in my party," and then it says, "Oh, go meet up with go meet up with said character." I can't remember her name. I think it's Amber. So it says like, so I've got Amber in my party, and then it says, "Go meet up with Amber." So I'm playing as Amber because she shoots fire arrows, and I'm like, "Oh, this is cool. This is it more interesting." Yeah, this is more interesting, like generic sword combat, um, and like. You get to the cutscene and it's like, oh, there's two Ambers here. And the game just is not acknowledging like the <laughs> fact that Amber is already in my party. Oh. Um, yeah. They didn't plan ahead for that. No, it's a bit weird. Like whenever, whenever like a major story thing happens, they'll always like um, change out the character for the main character and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but like it's 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 even stranger is like the main character talks at the start of the game mm. like in the intro cutscenes talk you know is, is talking just fine and then is completely silent like link for the rest <laughs> of the game insert character uh, yeah with like the choice options you know and it's not even voiced like yeah. uh, what what how do you want to respond <laughs> it's not not even voiced um i have a question like, so, sorry to interrupt you there um is this game entirely free to play? It is because obviously it's it's free to download on the phones, but I don't know if it was the same case on computers on PC. or yes, PS4. Yes, and PS4. Interesting. And there is there is an exclusive prize if you uh, there's an exclusive uh, set of wings if you oh. log in on PS4. Oh man! Um, so <laughs> I like I, a good I set of wings. Jacob twitching. <laughs> so i'm now getting fomo so now i want to fucking oh, um and because i was pre-registered i got a bunch of shit i'm um, sorry crash you don't <laughs> you don't offer me wings uh yeah i i got i got a special set of wings for pre-registering um, i mean lauren you've been constantly saying you're looking for some new anime rpg to 
dump mm. you back into the console market after I keep trying to get you to play Persona. So, oh no, I said I'd, so I'd, you, I said I'd you... play some Persona 5. This, this, well, why don't, this why is, don't this you is the... play the gacha game? Because it will it will suck me in. Like all the <laughs> other gacha games that you play. <laughs> Ollie's just That's... outing Lauren right now. <laughs> well, very attacked. So... Don't don't worry, Lauren. I'm also in the same camp. I play a lot. I've I've played a lot of gacha games and um, have spent like, not not Jacob levels of playing Hearthstone. Ooh. Now I'm uh, the one being attacked. Now you're you, <laughs> J- there. There there is there is like I had a good uh, week of playing Marvel Strike Force. Oh, don't get me started. I hate those adverts on YouTube. <laughs> Freaking Matt Pat. <laughs> Coming up, you're like Marvel Strike Force. <laughs> I think, I think, oh. I think the worst. I think the worst ones are the live action Ark Knight ones, where they get like an influencer to talk about Ark Knight and how it's got a bunch of oh. sexy anime ladies in it. Let's play uh, Raid Shadow Legends. Oh my god! Mm. Or or the or the Clash of Clans or those <laughs> types of games ones where oh. the no the my favorite ones are the very clearly. Um, out of either Korea or China, yeah. uh, ones where it's like, ah, a beautiful princess. Whatever will you do? Be- like evil, good, and then it's <laughs> like a concubine, a concubine. Oh, it's twins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're they're better than the they're better than the choose your own story one. Oh, I'm no. pregnant, and, oh, I'm, and I'm, I'm. Should I be a lesbian I... now? Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of uh, of cheeky adverts, could we possibly take an ad break for which Ollie and I don't return because his mum's just walked through the door? That's fair. Yes, go for it. I'm on my way down the stairs, so it'll probably take me about 10 minutes uh, to get there. Okay, I'm going to stop this recording yep. and then we'll come back with a little bit more about whatever is is on the table. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Sorry, goodbye, we have guys. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Yeah, bye. Okay, we're back. Um, just the two of us. Just the two of us. Ollie and Lauren had to go because they've got a guest. Family. Family. Who needs those? Who needs them? We got Not video games. Video games, including... Uh, tell me more about these battlegrounds. <laughs> okay. I'm sad that Ollie can't be here for this, but yeah, battlegrounds. So we were initially going to record the podcast yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, for which I hadn't touched Battlegrounds <laughs> because I was too busy <laughs> playing things like Hades and also um, what the hell else was I playing? Danganronpa, that was it. Oh right, um, okay. <laughs> quick, very quick Danganronpa update. Actually, before I do go ahead, yeah, tell um, me. So the story is picking up. Um, it's very, very good so far. The, the trials themselves for when a student has been killed. They take some real twists and turns. The people that we're accusing changes about three or four times per trial. <laughs> and it's like, oh shit, wait, it can't be this person. It must be this person then. Wait, no. And then, yeah, so it goes back and forth. There's some crazy twists and turns in there. And basically, my verdict is everyone I like is fucking dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Basically, yeah. My favorite three characters all died by the end of chapter two. <laughs> Oh. Like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilery warning, I suppose. But so my I had like two joint favorite characters at the very start of the game. Um one of them ended up being the first murder at the end of chapter 1, so he ended up getting killed because we found him out. Um 
And then in chapter two, yeah, my favorite girl character, the uh, the programmer, um, she got killed by my other favorite guy. So oh, clearly my my peeps can't get along. Uh, oh, Jacob, maybe maybe you should just start like favoring your least favorite characters and just see what happens. Well, genuinely, yeah, I was like, well, I mean, I don't know who I want to choose as my next favorite because I mean, <laughs> they're probably gonna go, but. That being said, I'm still really, really enjoying it. We're actually quite close to the end now, and then we'll move on to the second one. But uh, yeah, that's been super good. Just wanted to let you know, progress. Everyone's dead. Everyone I love is dead. Um, uh, just just before just before we move into battlegrounds, yes. let me just talk a little bit more about this Genshin Impact thing oh, because yeah. uh, because like the the, co- the combat is straight is like lifted straight out of Breath of the Wild. Like all mm-hmm. that stuff, that all that experimental stuff of yes. like. Uh, setting things on fire you know like it is like th- th- i don't know if you saw the video going around of the guy at china joy which is the big games convention mm. uh bringing his playstation and smashing it on the floor in protest mm. because uh what? yeah because uh sony d- decided that they were going to put this game out on playstation and it is totally a ripoff of breath of the wild how dare you do this to so, nintendo so this breath of the wild fan brought his ps4 to a con- convention and then smashed in protest. Yes. Wow. Uh, and was taken away by security. I'm sure Sony really, really cared. Uh, exactly. <laughs> like, um, the, the, and you know, the the party thing is, you know, you, I've got you get four characters that you can swap mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. Um, on the fly with a small cold cooldown. Each one's got their own like elemental powers yeah. and. Uh, you know, it's 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 interesting. It's, it seems like one of those gacha games where you know, at some point, you may just drop the main character, um, okay, yeah. uh, which I mostly do in mm. these types of games. Where, but, you Bob. know, poor Billy Bob. But at the same at the same time, I'm actually like not too fussed about. Like usually with these games, I'm like skipping the story. I don't yeah. care. I just want the mechanics. I just want the numbers. I just want this, this, and this. Make me see um, the big numbers. Yes, or make me do the crafting yeah. and the and the fusing and stuff like that. I don't care about the story. Like Grand Blue Fantasy, I put money and time into mm. that game. Like I spent at least a solid like two months every day mm. playing that game. Um and I can't tell you anything that happened in the story. <laughs> Uh, it's the same with like Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah. I can barely tell you what happened in the story, and it pisses people off. I guess but... that says something about um, Genshin Impact, though. That either it's a good story that you're willing to sit through it, or it just kind of implements it better. I think it's mostly because it's like actually voice acted. That goes a long way with me in games as well. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, obviously, I'm pressing like skip to you know. I've already read the subtitles. Yeah, just get yeah. get on with it. And you know, when he, whenever Paimon comes on the screen, I'm always just mm. like, ah, fuck off, no, no, please, no. Um, but yeah, that, it, the combat, the combat is good enough where I'm like, it, it that carries me along through, you know. And there's a enough variety in the quests. Mm. Um, some you know, it's definitely done the uh, MMO style RP, you know. Yeah, early yeah. rpg quest of go talk to this person this person this person Pick and then go thing. back yeah. and then yeah and then go back and oh there's a mystery afoot and it's just like oh for fuck's sake <laughs> just get on with it yes again um yeah i'm but, definitely gonna try it because i didn't realize I, it was free to play even on consoles as well yeah and you know for you know people always like badmouth these gacha games and stuff but 
there's a lot. Of, this one has a lot of effort in it. Um, yeah. You know, like there was a, there was a there was a objective to get to the top of this windmill, and obviously, like the windmill is designed with a gap so that you climb up. Mm. You know, the, but I didn't have enough stamina to get up the thing, and I was just like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll climb up the t- side of this building, glide over, and then climb <laughs> climb up the rest of the way. It's that breath of the um, world thinking. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's a lot simpler than Breath of the Wild. Mm. Like, you know, Breath of the Wild. But I've got a character with a a heavy sword that um, (laughs) does the pretty much the same spin as when Link's got a heavy sword in Breath of the Wild. Uh, There's no there's no like counters and stuff, Mm. but. There is there is certainly an anime boy whose rival who's got ice powers in his anime Edgy. rival <laughs> has fire powers Edgy rival from another from another faction of knights. Mm. Um, so yeah, uh, oh, I'm, cool. I'm, I, I I will go back to it. it. Also, actually, looks quite nice for a free to play game as well. It's a it's a kind especially, of pretty looking game, especially on PC in 4K. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, uh, looks looks exquisite. Mm. Um, Tell me about the battlegrounds, though, before I tell you about other stuff. Yeah. Um, So, yes, battlegrounds. Um, As I said, yeah, we were going to be recording this yesterday, but now I didn't get around to playing battlegrounds, so I hurriedly played about half an hour. Um, (laughs) So I could be like, oh, shit, my weekly battleground segment. Um, I need to tell people what's going on in the story. We're the only people still playing this game. Yeah. Give me money, 2K. (laughs) um but half an hour was all i needed because jesus christ um (laughs) this story is is pretty damn wacky so as as i'm sure you can remember last time we left you i'd i'd relinquished control of new york cyclist bolo reynolds (laughs) (laughs) i had picked up the control of floridian alligator wrestler billy huggins um so (laughs) I did a few matches with Billy Huggins, which uh, included fighting such luminaries as Eric Rowan, who was was dropped off into the swamp by some two other Eric Rowan looking men, Um, as well as also Brock Lesnar, who ended up just kind of surfacing out of the water. What? He just like Terminator walked out of the water. You You fight and beat him and then he Terminator walks back into the water again. <laughs> so that's Brock Lesnar, I guess. He just hangs around in the bayou or whatever in, in Florida. Um, uh, also, for reference, uh, for reference, um, yes. Eric Rowan is no longer with WWE. He's not. There are several people in that game who are, who are no longer with the WWE. The game came out. Even before the game came out, Mauro Ranallo, who's one of the commentators on the game, he'd already left by the time the game had come out. Yep. Uh, as well as guys uh, like Gallows and Anderson. They're not there oh, anymore. Oh shit! They're not there anymore. In um, that game. There was I others. Think, <laughs> but this 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 entire game just seems like perfect for their Southpaw regional wrestling. Thing. Oh, it would be great. They should totally do some Southpaw DLC and, for this. And I guess now that like three quarters of the creative force behind that thing is no longer there. Mm. I mean, Chris Jericho has just applied for uh, uh, a trademark market, for, didn't he? Uh, for Cliff Bobsky. Clint, Clint Bobsky, yeah, that was it. Clint Bobsky. Um, but no, to, so, so what is the adventures of Billy Huggins? Billy Huggins, yeah. He's, he's been he's been fighting and working his way up the ranks in Florida um, to the point where 
Steve Austin, who is the guy who's basically organizing this whole battleground stuff along with Paul Heyman. Uh, Steve Austin comes and he's like, you know what? You've done a great job. Um, we're going to be putting you on WrestleMania in X amount of time. Um, to the point where Billy Huggins gets really, really happy and he hugs Steve Austin, but he hugs him so hard he hurts Steve Austin's back. Um, kind of off to the side of this, uh, Huggins ends up going to tell his master, Jake Roberts, in a shack. Um, who? Wait, you mean AEW's, AEW's Jake Roberts? Jake the Snake Roberts. He goes to his shack and tells Jake, I'm going to WrestleMania. And Jake ends up trying to spell congrats on the wall with snakes, but doesn't have enough snakes. Um, so that's Billy Huggins pretty I, much sorted. He's going I, to WrestleMania. But there's I more. don't I don't believe you. No, this, is, this all genuinely <laughs> happened. This, like I say, this happened in like the space of half an hour. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was expecting to have to play this for like two hours to get a good story update. But no, no, no. Half an hour is enough. So Billy Huggins, he's going to WrestleMania. He's made it. Um, which leads Steve Austin to then be like, my back's fucked. So I need to go to a place to get my back fixed. He speaks to Paul Heyman. And Paul Heyman was like, hey, Austin, do you remember that time I got speared by Edge in 2002 at Rebellion? Uh, And Austin was like, oh, yeah. Paul Heyman (laughs) was like, well, there's this guy in Mexico who I went to go see um, about it, and he fixed me right up. So maybe you should go there. Okay, question. Is this voice acted? No, not at all. It's all in like comic strip panels, basically. Because I I cannot in my wildest dreams imagine (laughs) A, Steve Austin voicing this, or B, Paul Heyman voicing this. God damn, son, you you hugged me so hard, my back's broke. (laughs) But yeah, so Steve Austin travels to Mexico to go meet this, this healer that Paul Heyman went to see in 2002. Um, who seems to be some kind of voodoo spiritual healer called TJ The Cure Salazar, um, who, as it turns out, he's also a bit of a badass. So he starts training with Austin to to be part of this Battlegrounds League or whatever, um, to the point where they're training in the ring outside of this like bar, kind of. And they both sense, quote unquote, some bad juju um to which i can't believe i'm gonna say this to which daniel bryan then comes out of the toilet of this bar and is like no one told me not to drink the water here in mexico (laughs) so the bad juju is daniel bryan just having the shits (laughs) so he's like yeah i i had the shits but you know what i'm gonna fight this new guy austin it's not gonna deter me so i ended up fighting daniel bryan in mexico which i then lost because he employed the services during the match this is a gameplay mechanic in the mexico arena he leapt into the crowd picked up a remote control which then remote controlled a lucha goat which then rammed into me several times did loads of damage and and i lost um what? so yes a remote control luchador goat um is what he used to beat me i i i'm wondering if anyone like at 2k actually or wwe for that matter actually oversaw what was going <laughs> so on what in this the game how are they doing 
Um, so yes, I lost to Daniel Bryan. That was my first loss in the career mode, and that's where I promptly decided to stop because I was like, you know what? I think the remote control luchador goat is uh, that's enough for me. Well, Jacob, so thank it was a you bit of that. an odyssey over half an hour. I I was listening to a, another podcast talk about this game, and I, I think it's on PC as well. Yeah, probably. Uh. I, I want to check that now, actually. Um, but uh, the the thing that they brought up was um, wondering if if the PC version just has like the comic book files on. Oh, maybe like somewhere like, in the, yeah, somewhere in the directory, so mm-hmm. that you could just strip those out because that j- seems like the bit that everyone wants. They're kind of charming in their own way. These weird kind of super off the wall comic strips yeah like i say steve austin or like jake roberts and billy huggins just in jake's shack and he's like oh i wanted to spell congrats for you but i didn't have enough snakes (laughs) also just like also it just sounds like a nightmare like post-release of like this person's not with the company this person's not with the company yeah like three of these people are now with AEW. Do you think? Like, yeah. Do you think Lance Archer ends up getting congratulations messages from, from Jake Roberts? <laughs> he gets, he gets, um, he gets little little grass snakes. Yeah. But the, you know, like um, when you when a kid brings home a picture and it's got like excess glue, <laughs> and like uh, yeah, oh, like my those print stick went dry, so I just pictures. yeah, but with uh, with snakes, you're trying to spell Jake... out everybody dies or something like that. <laughs> Jake the snake only uses macaroni <laughs> and cooked spaghetti yeah. because they look they look the most like snakes. So I will I will keep going. I want to I want to know what's going to keep going. I need to know what ha- needs to happen, but I need to know through vicariously through you. Yes. So I'm employing you to do this. This is my job. Um, this is my this, calling. Yes. Uh, I have. Um, speaking of like. Free to play stuff. I was gonna say, what kind of segue are you gonna try and make from this? Got got no segue. <laughs> Do you mean this other game doesn't have a Robo Lucha Goat? No, oh. it's got loot. It's got Lou. Lou. Loot. Oh, loot. Lou. Ah, I I forgot what I was saying halfway through because I was just imagining the Lucha Goat, <laughs> and now I can't get over the Lucha Goat. Mm. It's just derailed. It's derailed all my thoughts. Um. No, so uh, I, I so I oh since lockdown I got very into Path of Exile, oh, right. um, a you know top down you know an ARPG action RPG yes the spiritual successor to Diablo two yes. as deemed by the fans, mm-hmm. um lots of loot uh, it's their new they, so every three months they have a new league. Um, which is basically like Seasons. new content, yeah, yeah. And there's new content in it. Yeah. Um, so this time it is um, heist, which is all heist based. Um, okay. So you are going into prefab dungeons. Uh, you know, steal what you loot, can. <laughs> st- uh, yeah, with a with a with an objective to reach the end. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you die, you lose everything. There's oh, no. Cool. S- there's no stealth, but there's an alert meter, which okay. basically like, oh, there's like certain treasure chests uh, that will boost the alert meter, and you mm. don't want to do that before you've... And if you set off the alarm, you can't get the main 
loot at the end. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, the the game is exactly like they've added tons of new stuff. You know, like tons of new gems hmm. and it's. It, it, God, I, I couldn't even make it through the patch notes because it's just t- <laughs> too much stuff. Jogging. Like, yeah, it's and you know you're trying to get into the community, and, you know, seeing what's being said, and it's just like, oh my god, this is there's too much to keep track of. I'm just going to focus on, you know, focus on me. I don't need. To, I, I'll, I'm, you know, the only stuff that I actually do with these games is like I, I follow a um, build guide. Yeah, because you can definitely wind up getting to towards the middle of like the first part so the game's split into like um multiple acts Mm -hmm. so you can get to about act six and realize like your build is shit right um and have to re-roll is this so what because the late game stuff ramps up so much or uh well the mid game stuff yeah the mid game stuff is like you know uh, so like in the last league i had a witch that got to level 50 something mm-hmm. um reached at act six um and was just getting trounced and mm. it's be- and i would have to grind out all this currency to get because res- there's no like buy a respec potion mm-hmm. and all your points are reset it's yeah. like no 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 respec respect stuff is a currency you gotta earn that shit <laughs> you, gotta earn, you, you gotta trade in for it or you gotta earn it um like you'll find them dropping out of enemies sometimes hmm. um which is the weirdest thing uh but so i was just like ah, i'll just re-roll it'll be quicker and got to the same point and was doing fine and then my pc died and oh. uh, the and the league ended so Oops. that character now gets shifted to the standard league so i can continue with that but i lose out on doing all the high stuff hmm. Um, because you can't just transfer a character between leagues. It's like, no, this character was for this league, yeah. and that's it. You just uh, reminded like... me of something, sorry. Um, speaking of tr- transferring characters over, I did actually have a question. Um, Genshin Impact, is that something that you can transfer uh, from like I... PS4 to mobile? So, so there was no option for me to log in with my mobile account. Right. Um, so it seems but... like it might be separate. So I th- what I think what I think it does is so but there was an option to log in with my MiHoYo account right. that I apparently signed up for when pre-registering <laughs> um because I pressed pre-register on um the Android mm. app store yeah. and pre-registered through their website uh just you know d- to double 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 down double on dip. it double dip um but so I think if you've got a MiHoYo account okay. or you can or a social media though. account that's yeah okay um, yeah sorry so to derail I, I, your path of exile no, discussion but i literally no, forgot I had that question no because it's you know it's similar with i had that I, i've been playing i've got over 100 hours in path of exile now mm. um and and you know i had that question of just like wait what happens to my character after this league ends mm. and it's like oh no it just gets shifted off to the side uh because okay. they've taken they've ta- even take the so the last league was uh, farming based, mm. uh, called Harvest. So like okay. planting planting seeds, and then yeah. they spawn monsters, and you get loot out of them, and then you can okay. use the power that was generated from the kills from the monsters to power these machines that you can then use to craft new mods and mm. upgrade items and stuff. Um, and they've taken all of that out of Heist. Right. Um, like it's not even in the standard league. Usually, like the stuff like. Um, holds some of the stuff holds it but they realize like oh with heist 
giving like legendary items you don't need the additional farming stuff you don't need the additional farming stuff because oh shit we're just going to end up with like a metric ton of like too many rares too many like legendary and unique items and like a massive glut of like overpowered stuff yeah the general kind Um, of power level of the game would have kind of shifted yeah so so they're i think that stuff so I was reading like their blog and it's like, yeah, we're reworking it so that it's not as, you know, because when it was the focus, it was fine. But if it's combined with everything else, it's just going to be fucked. Um, so we don't want that sort of thing. Mm. But the um, the high stuff is fine. Um, you know, I don't mind going through those games over and over again, even though I know what I'm doing with these first few acts. Yeah, you know, I was very much the same way with Diablo back in the day, where it's yeah. kind of like, it's just it's... kind of cathartic to... It's blow a yeah, bunch of shit up and you, you load that it up. Character. The the thing that the thing that uh, you know I miss for you know I, I don't miss from Diablo, but also at the same time I miss is like the like especially those console versions where it was just like clear information, mm. like this is definitely stronger. You will be on the up and up with yes. this. Yeah, I don't um, have time for having to you know. No, like path of Ex- into comparing items and all that. Path of Exile is like pressing C to bring up your character to bring up your character stats, mm. and then pressing the and then unequipping and equipping these the two items over and over again to see yeah. the changes. And like, yeah. do I want more cold resistance and like less health, mm. or do uh, it's like oh shit, okay. TBA. But um, within the first five minutes of the, like this character being alive and stuff like that. Um, a guy in the starting area who is very clearly end game yep. material. Uh, it said, "Hey, uh, trade with me," and I was just like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. I usually decline all trade because it's usually people asking for dumb shit. Yeah. Or, um, and it was just like, "No, here's a, a tabula rossa robe and a hat, and they're both unique legendary items." The tabula yeah. rossa, like he gave me, is like a 0.1 chance of dropping. Wow. Mm. Um. And so I was like, oh, wow, this is a kindly stranger. And then I looked around and everybody was just wearing these white, like, <laughs> these white robes. And it's just like, oh, he's been farming these things and wow. has suddenly, like, cracked the code or has, like, a lot, like... Yeah, yeah. Um, but the the nice thing about it is like so Path of Exile has like a gem system so you know you're not unlocking and putting in so the passive skill tree doesn't give you like ah now you have this ability mm. like in Diablo yeah. it's like no you can uh, you get gems and they have the abilities in them and okay. then you link the gems together with support gems and so like oh my burning arrow now has pierce damage or my yeah. chaos arrow now has void manipulation which Pretty does more chaos damage yeah. yeah and that's changing again in path of exile 2 which is coming next year Ooh. um where that i watched the demo of that and i was just like ah it's fuck it's all <laughs> different i've just learned this i just learned this and it's like oh no wait that you can put gems within the gems and now the electric arrow shoots six ways and You've does frost damage at the same time uh it's, it's getting it's getting it's getting crazy um wow. but I mean, I mean, you know, it's it's one of those games. People where I... love that stuff where you can just kind of really, really get into the customization of how your character plays. Oh yeah, so... like uh, like there's people on Steam with like I've played this for over ten thousand hours, yeah. and I'm still bad at the game. Um, <laughs> and then yeah. The, the, uh, yeah, and then like the only other thing I I played, I bought Watam. Watam, from the creator of Katamari and oh. Nobi Nobi Boy. Oh man, I've not heard of this. 
Um, it, 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 so, W A T T A M. What am? You might Video have seen game. it. Yeah. An apple on the cover. <laughs> yeah, it is definitely oh, one of not... his games. Yeah, it looks cute. Uh, you 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 are the mayor. Okay. Um, of a lonely rock, and then you make friends. Like everything starts coming back to life. Um, there is a disaster has happened, and now everything is coming back very slowly as you bring joy into the world. Um, I unlocked a toilet, <laughs> nice with a face, and then the, t- <laughs> the toilet grabbed. You can then c- take control of all the different characters and stuff. Uh, the toilet then uh, I made the toilet grab the mayor, who was <laughs> turned into an apple by a tree, and the mayor then got turned into poo. <laughs> I've literally just been looking at pictures and I'm like, are those turds? Yeah, but like, and the music changes when there's turds on <laughs> within your... Engage the you turd know, soundtrack. Uh, little fart noises will occur. <laughs> um, oh dear. It's great, it's great. It's, yeah. stu- it's stupid, and but that PC port is... Uh, whew, um, runs fine, mm-hmm. which is the main thing, but boy oh boy getting a controller to work on that thing was uh uh it was like um uh the katamari pc port so 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 i i I downloaded that as well uh because that's been in my steam library since christmas and i was just like i I like katamari i I played two hours of wattam and i was like okay i'll play you know half an hour to two hours of of katamari as well because why not yeah um for capture purposes um (laughs) <laughs> that PC port of Katamari doesn't let you get to the options until you finish the tutorial, so oh, you're stuck playing on with the, the mouse and keyboard. Uh, luckily, the controller started working, ah. but it was still weird um, because it was like it's not in full screen; it's in 720p. Yeah, uh, certain things are a little bit wrong here. Mm. Um, I need to change some of these options, and then and then also like. It, it doesn't it doesn't quit back to the, like the main menu when you say like i want to quit yeah. and then no it just like fucking closes the game oh it's just all together <laughs> it's, just, it's just like, like the press start screen or anything no it just says like the the prince goes see you later and then it crashes the right. game basically bye <laughs> bye um but that's fun to have in 4k because i love all the little models in... yeah I mean, the style of the game would lend itself nice to all the bright colors and yeah it it kind of makes me sad that like nobi nobi boy is like lost to time at this point because mm. i don't even know if those servers are still online i genuinely forgot um, about its existence until you mentioned it i don't know i don't even know where they got up to with uh where they got uh girl up to mm. um i think i think at some point it hits saturn um yeah. As part of me looking at images for this game, I ended up coming across an article from US Gamer, which mm. um, says fans are comparing Wattam with Death Stranding. <laughs> it... And I'm like, what? Okay. Okay. No, no, no. I can see it. Because it, it, both of them have the same positive message of like, we need to bring the world back together. Building. Um, there's literally handhold buttons. Like two buttons are dedicated to your arms and then you hold hands with the mm. other things. And then you can dance in a circle around plants and they grow. So if um, Death Stranding's a bit heavy, but you want to play something like that, go for Wattam. Yeah, and you'll have a f- you'll ha- you'll laugh at laugh at it. You'll laugh with it yeah. rather than laughing at it. Yeah, there's poos uh, in it. 
There's poos in it, which is hilarious. It's hilarious for m- mid-twenties what? men like us. Exactly. Um, made by a 40-something-year-old man. <laughs> um, should we talk about, like, just a couple of these news stories? Yeah. I know Ollie wanted to talk about the Spider-Man, but I'm going to be honest, mm-hmm. like, the Spider-Man face change in the upgrade to the PS5 version... Is that what the uproar is? That's what the uproar is because he now the, looks saw the 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 kind of upraised graphics for PS5, but and I did see that there was a change. I didn't know people were annoyed about it. Yeah, um, so uh, it it now looks more like Tom Holland. Yeah, it's, uh, it but me. but also like I bet like all so Sony keep shooting themselves in the foot with this fucking game. Every every step of the way, it's like something new about spider-man is pissing people off yeah so you got like uh oh miles morales is not actually just exclusive to the ps5 making it you know Mm. you know for some people which is like oh i bought ps5 for miles morales it's like i could have just waited for my ps4 yeah um it's also coming to ps4 or oh there's no upgrade path for uh spider-man to you know, Spider-Man PS4 to Spider-Man PS5. Oh, right, right. Yeah. It is, you've got to hand over cash, mm. uh, the full price of the game again. It's weird to, how yeah. some companies are okay doing that whole upgrade thing and some aren't. So I, I, I think this might actually just be a Disney mandate. Oh, I think I think there is a, I think Disney and Sony could not come to some agreement about, and this is just the only option that was on the table. Because mm. um, there was all that controversy around control, wasn't there? Yeah, because I, mm-hmm. I, I also like that might be to do with uh, five hundred five. Not it's all the all the corporate suits high up above. Yeah, because I, I don't think Control and Death Stranding Making did money. particularly well in yeah. sales, like for what they cost. Um, so uh, I don't know. But yeah, I've actually um, just looked up a picture of this this face change, and I'm like, uh, it, it did. It really doesn't need to be done. <laughs> I'm not going to no, like, rage it, out about it, but I'm like, eh, I kind of did like uh, the older one more because it is supposed to be a more mature Spider-Man. Yeah, now he looks like 20-something. And... If you're like this like but mentor all... figure to Miles, it's yeah. weird if you look the same age as him, kind of, in a way. Like, Miles looks a little bit older because yeah. they changed Miles' face as well. Yeah, strange. Um, but I don't know. Like, it's, you know, the guy's in a mask three quarters of the game. Ultimately, yeah, the game's still going to be amazing because it was a really good game. And it's also still Spider-Man. He's in a fucking mask. Yeah, it's going to look even better. Um, So they put Minecraft in Super Smash Brothers. Oh boy, yeah. Uh, Which is, I'm actually kind of glad we delayed by a a day to talk about this because uh, that stream from Nintendo. Yeah, well, the sad... The sad Sakurai stream. He's, he looks so tired all the time. Bless him. He's he's just so and like that stream's so weird. Like he had like the update. Like there's this update, and then he was just like, "No one works at my company. It's just an organizational <laughs> body of just me. Uh, do not send me your CVs, please." All right, bro. And it's just <laughs> it's just like, oh my god, this guy is so done. Yeah, but he's just he's just putting out understandably so making smash must be like one of the most stressful things in the world and especially like this minecraft stuff so steve it's mm. so okay so they're putting minecraft steve uh, with 
bunch of alternate costumes. Yeah, the girl skin and the zombie. Uh, yeah, um, and like there's different variations for the girls and the boys. Yeah. Uh, uh, the um, is it Alex? Alex, yes. Alex and Steve. But like this, so that was fine. But then the the stream came on, and they were like, "Yeah," and we had to rework every map so in the game. Put blocks on them, yeah. Uh, so yeah, and like, and then the depth of stuff in these maps. So like, the DK map with all the wooden panels mm. will only produce wood. Yeah. And then Star Fox's stage will produce iron or steel because you know matches the stage aesthetic. Yeah. Um, and then there's like a bar for like okay, then you get up to diamonds. Yeah. Um, it's what it's those kind of things that make Smash really special, in my opinion. Yeah, and it, it's it was one of my it was probably my favorite game of the year when it did come out. Um, I I I I'm I I didn't bounce off it, but I dropped it f- quicker than I thought I would. It's just a shame the online sucks as hard as it does. Because I think that's I did literally it... everything there was to do in the game that didn't require online, and then obviously yeah, I went to go and try to do the online stuff, knowing it was a bit dicey, and I just I just can't do it. I just can't do it to myself. Yeah, um, it it requires like a wired connection. And yeah, it's just too much effort with the switch. Like you've got to get like a USB C adapter and mm. with an Ethernet port on the end. Yeah. And, you know, you don't know if it's going to work anyway because Nintendo are weird like that. Mm. Um. But, um, but I've still. Yeah, so... Sorry, go ahead. No, so the, the 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 they were showing off like his move set, um, yeah. and then like how he reacts to like other characters' move sets. Mm-hmm. So Hungry Box, who is a Smash Pro player, yeah. primarily plays um, J- Jigglypuff. Yes, I think it started out as like. A troll of like this is how good I am. I can play with Jiggy yeah. Jigglypuff, but it's like ne- then he actually made Jigglypuff go up oh, the really tier good. list. Got viable. <laughs> um, and so they were like, okay, how does Steve go to sleep? And he just straight up gets in the bed. Yeah. When Jigglypuff sings to yeah, him, that's cute. And, and then they showed the uh, Minecraft Kirby, which yes, is Kirby in. exactly the same, but he's a cube. Just a cube cub. <laughs> Kirby. <laughs> I was like, this is great. There could have been some proper nightmare fuel if they'd have chose to handle it a different way. Oh, uh, I'm wondering if it's like always. I'm going to guess he's always cube Kirby because it would be good if there was like Enderman Kirby. Oh, yeah, yeah. He'll still zombie just go Kirby. Polygonal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. Like, they. There's been a there's been a few I, I feel like there's been a few duds with the Smash Oh definitely like, DLC. For the larger uh, community at the very least, yeah. I mean I've I've bought both of the season passes, so I will play this when it comes out. I'll give them a go. But um yeah, I feel like this kind of uh, the past few really haven't really hit quite like I feel like they wanted to, starting so this... with Byleth, I think. Yeah, so which was I, a massive I, thing for me. I fucking, I mean, Three Houses is my favorite game of last year. So I love Byleth. I was well happy he was in. But the larger community absolutely hated it because they were like, another fucking Fire Emblem protagonist. Yeah, and it's like, but it's also like, but it's also like Nintendo at large. Like, we need to fucking put Byleth in it mm. just because we want to fucking do this. But, you know, I know that I know people weren't too happy with Terry from Final Fight. Oh. 
Don't even talk to me, man. Terry's like my favorite character now. <laughs> He's so much fun to play as. Well, this is, so this is the this is every time any of these things get announced, it's always the same like roundabout turn, you mm. know, that these people have, which is oh, I can't believe they've put oh fucking God. Terry in, and then it's suddenly it's like actually Terry's the best character in 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 the game. Yeah. It's, I don't know if I'm just kind of more chill than a lot of people on the internet. You, here, no, you 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 are you I'm are a retro like game guy. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, fuck yeah, Terry. I love Terry. Um, I you know I, I appreciate that that like it's now weird that there are two Microsoft properties in yeah, like Banjo Kazooie yeah, yeah. and um, Steve. <laughs> or whatever. And Steve. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is he the best is thing? It, is uh, I want to hear. I want to hear the the announcement. Voice like yeah, Steve. Steve. Enderman. Because it's like because obviously the the best line from the Smash announcement kind of voice before was always the fighting me team where it was like fighting me team <laughs> it's all, it's no, it always sounds to, like i want it to be the fighting steve team uh, it's always it always minecraft it always sounds like he's minecraft. been he's it's like several several uh cuts and there's some of them where he's been like taken by surprise a little bit so it'll be like jigglypuff <laughs> like, Ooh, kind of thing but, Mario. Yeah, I mean, I've seen kind of the reaction to the Steve stuff. I mean, my reaction kind of immediately from that was, I can definitely see why they've done it. It is absolutely a big deal because Minecraft is like the best-selling game <laughs> of like all time. Oh, of course, and and um, like, and then also apparently like this is like tr- they've tried and failed multiple times, which is why it leaked ages ago yeah. that Minecraft was potentially coming to Finally a point where they can actually. Um. Uh, like apparently this is the, this the work and stuff like that was a lot so they just like okay we need to put these other characters in first before mm. we can even get to this yeah um, so i was kind of just in a in a mindset where i was like well i mean minecraft a lot of people i mean i watch i watch maximilian on youtube he's like possibly my favorite youtuber and he put mm. it really like really well because he was like yeah it may not be for us as like, you know, the retro gaming fans who kind of um, play Smash for the, the nostalgia overload. But what you don't realize is, is that Minecraft is actually a pretty old game now. And some of those kids who would have grown up playing Minecraft are adults now. And so it's nostalgic I mean, to them. 2010? Yeah, it came out in like 2009 on PC at first. Uh, so, so if, if you think, like, if you, if you think like... Out, you're 18 now. If you think like a kid, you know asked their mums for their debit cards yeah and got it when in like 2010 2011 yeah. and then you think like oh shit yeah no those people would be nearly like 20 so it's like or yeah, in their 20s while it wasn't our dreams that came true it was someone else's who did and like i said yeah. from a business standpoint i can absolutely see why nintendo did it and uh, and uh, yeah and um, you know and also also it's just a cool thing like yeah you know, you couldn't have this kind of like game now that's got this represent this like retro, what's the word? Reputation is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, uh, reputation as this. It's not even just a Nintendo thing anymore. It's just this all star celebration of video games together. You couldn't have that without eventually adding in Minecraft. Yeah, and it's and also at the same time, it's like this really cool, like progression of yeah. seeing you know Nintendo have opened up. Oh. Um, like their mandate from a few years ago where they were like, yeah, we'll be licensing out Nintendo, 
you know yeah. the nintendo properties and mobile games and all that yeah. mobile games theme parks uh, the, you know the minion studios working on a mario yeah. movie um you, you know you're starting to see that expand there's lego sets and yeah all this and you know and you're also seeing it in their games where it's just like yeah they're not closing out microsoft like obviously they don't want you know obviously the x cloud stuff fell through because mm. probably for the same reason like it's fallen through with um with uh apple where it's just like oh we want our cut actually oh, and yeah. microsoft are just like ah, it doesn't work like that yeah. like um <laughs> But, you know, like Ori and the Blind Forest, Minecraft, yeah. you know, they're all on Nintendo platforms. It's a win-win um, situation at the end of the day. Cause it's like... Yeah, and it's, it's just a positive. It's just like within within the, the giant corporate world and everything, it's just like this nice positive thing to know that like these, you know, companies aren't locking themselves out this gen. Mm. Like towards the end of this gen and the next gen like i'm hoping like to see more mingling and cross you know cross play yeah. and you know like yeah like the fact that there's now cross play and it's now it's now like no it needs to have cross play to be viable mm. um yeah well, I mean, you know I, I i don't ever ex- expect to see like smash on an xbox no of course not it's never gonna but, be that but no just some kind of yeah camaraderie and a little bit of crossover between the two yeah, it's nice. Mm. It's nice. So I'll, I'll, I'll uh, give Steve a go when he comes out. His playstyle looks not usually like my kind of thing, but at the very least, I'll give it. A go. I thought the same thing about Min Min. To be fair, when she came out and when I played as Min Min, I was like, "This is actually pretty cool." So I'll give it a go. Yeah, I, I, it kind of reminds me of when they put um, like some of the stuff, like you know, you can get items throughout the fight, and that'll power you up. And mm. kind of reminds me a little bit of when they put Phoenix Wright in uh, oh, Marvel, Marvel versus Cat. Yeah, yeah, to like level up your yeah. He was a weird character to play as, and I suck at Marvel as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so speaking of crossovers, mm. um, Magic the Gathering. Yeah, you you said you were going to come in with some magic news. I've still not hopped back in, so uh, I'm curious uh, to see what this new new magic hotness is. So, Magic the Gathering is on fire, <laughs> basically, uh, and it's. So before you, no, what? Yeah, before you go, before you go into that, actually, I did just remember. I did see. Was there a live stream that happened? Mm-hmm. And I heard because I, I think it's I follow a couple of Magic people on Facebook. I think it was like Telerian Community College or something. Which yeah. was like, I basically feel shat on, <laughs> and I was like, oh god, what's happened? But I didn't actually look into it. So, right, should should we just rewind a little bit? So Magic the Gathering has had major issues within its actual game for a long time mm. since since Kaladesh uh which is 2016 right um of you know standard is consistently broken uh they're trying to creep the power you know power creeping mm. and stuff like that where they're just trying to push it a little bit little, little bit but they're losing focus of what like actually makes you know, magic. Yeah, magic. You know, previous standards have been fair, mm. um, but there's always, always. You know, as with any card game, like Hearthstone's also the same. Yeah. There's always a meta, and the meta, you know, usually dictates what the decks are. Mm-hmm. Um, the the most recent, the most so the most recent set Zendikar has introduced like a 
four color legendary creature um and within the rules you can only have one of them on the field yep. but the effects on this creature are Bonk. so ridiculous within it's they, they work within landfall which is every time a land comes out onto the onto the field an effect happens okay but there are too many cards within standard that allow you to put extra car extra land cards oh, on right. the field and you're only allowed to put one per turn um and so there's a lot of ways to like ramp and cheat out quick manner mm-hmm. and so you know the most recent one of the most recent tournaments uh there was only two decks that weren't the based uh, this mechanic f- four color omnath yeah. uh decks um which is ridiculous like that is a broken game that shows that your game is no balanced <laughs> your game's not balanced something's clearly wrong and usually the th- the thing is ban the cards just, just ban what's needed yeah uh wizards decided to ban this is basically the ire started to build up and then what what we're going to be talking about in a second is basically what sent everything over the edge mm. um the, the, the wizards decided to ban a card from theros which is uh so the the current standard is um eldrain Right. Throne of Eldrain, yep. Theros, Core Twenty One, Core Twenty One, and the latest Zendikar set. Mm-hmm. All the cards that are currently an issue have either rotated out and are now uh, mithering historic, which is fine. Like historic has tons of answers for these all these things. Yeah, they didn't ban the issue cards in Zendikar because that's the current set that they want to sell. Hmm. So Omnath didn't get banned, um, et cetera, et cetera. So they, ro- the, they rolled bans out, but not for the thing that really needed it. So yeah, so they banned they banned uh, a card called Uro, which is a um, a card that you can put out on the field, but you basically it it immediately dies after its effect is resolved mm. um, and goes to the graveyard, um, and it basically sits there. It basically sits there until. Uh, you can exile like five or six cards out of your graveyard to get it onto the field properly, mm-hmm. um, with an with a more expensive cost because it's a powerful creature. Like yes. every time it attacks, you can put a cre- you can put a land card on the field yes. and gain life and draw a card. Uh, it's ridiculous. It's a big strong boy. It's a big strong boy, and so they banned that card because uh, it was frequently featured in these decks. Mm-hmm. Turns out that's not the issue. Turns out the issue is all within Zendikar. And they won't ban any of the cards within Zendikar because that's that's where they want people to buy. Yeah, because it's on the fucking cover, and it's yeah. just like, well, and and they've already had this. They've already had this fuck up uh, last year with Eldraine when Oko uh, was had to be banned, and he's on the front cover of everything. And so you know, he was he was the chase card in balancing these kind of feature cards that are like, this is going to be the new shit, but it's actually like. It's still way too much. Yeah, and it just feels like they're not paying attention to what the community's doing, which is, you know, we're now in an, we're, you know, we're in the thick of the information age. Yeah. Like, there are spreadsheets immediately, like, people figured out, like, rotation's supposed to be the point where, like, ah, a month later, there's, here's, this, here's the deck everyone's playing. Yeah. 
been usually the case. Mm-hmm. It's gotten quicker and quicker as time's gone on, oh, but God. this was within a day. Oh no. Like this 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 was like a week went by and it was already an issue. It's just all over Reddit, it's all over forums. Wow. Like um so that was already a point of ire. So wizards have been doing these secret lair um packages basically. Mm-hmm. They are limited time items uh the physical physical cards right uh usually come in a nice little package um the first ones were like here's four bitter blossoms which is a nice rare card it's basically a way for them to sell singles without okay actually saying like these cards are worth anything because it's like they've got unique art and it comes with a code for arena and you like the card's not in arena, but it comes with a sleeve for arena to show okay. that you've bought it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so they've been fine, you know. Nice the, 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 sort of thing. Yeah, you know, you definitely get a case of FOMO. I own one. Uh, mm. I bought the one which had like the five color commanders on them. Oh, cool. Um, because they were like unique art and stuff like that. Oh. And I also wanted those cards, but <sighs> so. They have entered new territory with these secret layers. So usually it's like reprints of cards with unique art. Oh god, I hope you're not going where I think you're going with this. They are now printing the the next upcoming secret layer is a crossover with The Walking Dead. Oh. Okay. <laughs> is it is it a unique Which... card that you can't get anywhere else? Yes. Fuck's sake. <laughs> And not silver boarded. So within magic, silver border means it's a unique card for this weird, you know, what they call unsets, uh, which are basically like eh, the the, the unsets are like basically like, um, you know, you go to a pre-release and you can see people playing backwards or, you know, under a table, standing on tables. Um, You know, when you win the game... Uh, the other person has to buy you a drink something okay. you know it's got stupid Wacky rules stuff. in them yeah but within the confines of a magic game i feel like i've seen a few sets like that they go back quite a long way don't they yeah and the and like the thing that they always entice you in with is like this full art land cards that you can't get yeah. anywhere else so what usually happens is people buy the booster boxes strip them of all the land oh. cards and then sell them <laughs> as draft packs um on the cheap so you can end up getting like the uns- the full unsets for like 25 quid yeah. if you're lucky um depending on what's in the packs mm. these walking dead cards are unique cards black bordered so they are legal in eternal formats yep including commander legacy and vintage okay which is already a big no-no uh because you can't get them anywhere else mm-hmm. And they feature Rick, Glenn, Marshawn, and Nagan. Yes. Uh, so the issue people took with Nagan was like, why are you promoting this kind of terrible character? Like, it, with it, you know, it's not something you want to make. It, 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 it felt a bit weird when they put him in Tekken. Yeah, I was just about to bring that up. I was like, he seems like a really popular character, even though he is a horrible person. Um yeah, he, yeah, and, uh, it, was, it was a pretty big deal when he was in Tekken, and then and then it turns out he's actually kind of shit in Tekken. Yeah, you can customize uh, him to make him look ridiculous, though. 
<laughs> so he's, he's not the sort of character that you'd put in for your fun and games you know that's it, actually it, a very good point i didn't consider that if this is supposed to be the really fun set you're like yes give me the guy who bludgeons people to death with his nail bat and rapes people yeah. and you know all I this know nothing bad... about walking dead i've only <laughs> watched he, he's, he's he's a bad dude he's, he's a bad, a bad dude. man uh, which is fine you know magic has always featured bad guys and stuff like that but none of them the have ever idea. been like based in reality it's always like a dragon's trying to take over the earth yeah i get you yeah um so but then the the, the other stinging point with this is that the rick card is actually a people have pointed out oh we've been asking for a white commander card that's actually decent mm. for a while oh. and this is it and no one can get hold of it because you have to be within the you have to be within a certain you like not the the entire world can't order these yeah 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 um so this stream mm. so this stream happens and they basically are defending you know it it, it is it is a it's weird stream capitalism yeah because it's also hasbro's trying to like sell more of this shit that's making them tons of money because guess what the nerds keep complaining but i guarantee that these things will sell out they'll buy it yeah they'll buy them within the 48 hours it's available um oh man it's just so bad because like these cards are like viable like actually viable within the formats that they're available in of course that's the frustrating part yeah because if they were if they were these like if they were these cards that could be used in all of these different formats and stuff, but they were completely wank and not usable in any way. People wouldn't care. Or if there was, if there were silver, but people said if they were silver bordered yeah. and then it was the up to, it was up to people, whether they allow, you know, cause some commander pods, you know, some commander play groups and stuff like that will allow silver board mm. cards, you know, because it's fun. Commanders are, yeah. commanders a casual format where there's rules in place, but, and you know, there's a ban list, mm. But it's up to the playgroup what you know yeah, if they follow by it. Rules kind of thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and then the other sticking point was the commander. The basically, uh, it's the commander council. I can't remember what they actually call them. Uh, the rules council. Okay. Uh, happens to have some magic, uh, you know, wizards employees on it, and. So th- the, this rules council is meant to be independent of wizards, right? Okay. Uh, set up because like it's EDH, you know, was set up by the community uh-huh. essentially. Um, so this rules council's been around for ages. None okay. of them, not but uh, now there's some wizards employees on it, mm. or like there's some monetary, you know, reason uh, that yeah. they didn't ban these cards from Commander. Which immediately pissed everybody off. Well, fucking, well, yeah, you're supposed to be policing this thing, and now you're, and and now you're letting these cards in that yeah. you know break the ethic. You know, not the ethics, like the the, the spirit of the format. I'm where annoyed. there's this like th- supposed to be this third party body for this for this card game. That's it's like, why would wizards be like? You have any say about what? So, so this is this is also like wizards versus you know wizards have always had an issue with the art like the the council at large, but you know like the council had to ban a card from um, Ikoria, Mm. one of the more recent sets. Uh, That's also in standard. Um, 
had to ban from Ikoria like a card that immediately broke Commander, ah. <laughs> uh, because it was built around. It, you know, it would just break. It, it basically the the rules council ban cards that become like, oh, we're noticing like ninety nine percent of decks are including this. But presumably, for like the the main kind of MTG Pro Tour or whatever, do they have jurisdiction over that, or is that a Wizards thing? So Commander has never had like oh, a legitimate oh, tournament because I mean, it's because it's casual. Yeah. Like, but generally, um, generally speaking, if you were speaking like standard, so. Would they yeah, have power so, to ban this card for a tournament that's literally run by wizards themselves? Uh yeah. What? That's that's crazy to me. I can't yeah. believe wizards uh, so, can get away with this. So no, but this this so this is a thing. This is the thing. It's a like wizards put out the product, but yeah. then they don't have to. But they, but it's easier for them because now they don't have to manage the game. I guess so. There's people who want to do it for them. Like it's a like at the end of the day, like wizards is, wizards have only just realized like fairly recently because like the commanders the commander sets that come out from wizards have only been coming out for a little while mm. like in the long scheme of things yeah. like um i think from like 2012 2013 was like when the first commander sets started coming out yeah from wizards directly where they started acknowledging commander you get the big card. um yeah yeah um and and now wizards have realized oh commander's the most important format we've got because it's what everyone's fucking playing mm. because standards broken yep modern's too expensive no one fucking plays legacy because it's legacy vintage is for weirdos <laughs> and paupers paupers over there like shaking its hands like we're incredibly popular with the community oh my god please pay attention to us please put out these cards again and in, in some form like we're just asking for some common cards that aren't haven't been printed for years <laughs> and wizards just sort of go no 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 there's nothing there's no there's no money for us in pauper like <laughs> there's uh but like pauper decks go up to like the hundreds of pounds because like you know and that has its own like rules and like mm. what's banned in pauper and stuff um well yeah like so this walking dead crossover it's just fucking also it's like predatory in a way that you know magic has always been slightly predatory yeah but it's always skirted around it mm. where it's just like uh, you know like people you know at the end of the day like you can buy the singles mm. from reputable people on different websites yeah. and you know because there's but really the, no likelihood that you're going to be able to make what you're going to want to make just by buying random card packs. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and wizards don't acknowledge the secondary market because then that means that it's gambling. Yeah. Because they have to acknowledge that the cards actually are valuable. Mm. Um, but the, this, this is, this is like, haha! You don't have these exclusive cards. So, uh, Mark Rosewater is basically the, like the lead designer. I'm aware so, of him. I watched his GDC talk. Yes, very interesting guy, mm. smart guy. His podcast is also incredible mm. because he has a memory like, uh, so the, like his podcast, he goes through like some of the sets that he was lead designer on, like in the in the nineties mm. and early two thousands, and like he's driving usually when he's talking into his phone to record this podcast, <laughs> but then he's like got a list of like the cards that he was you know that were in the set. And he's just like he remembers everything about each individual card, like you know what you know 
oh, what was the decision behind this set of cards? What's the, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's he's super interesting, dude. I think he's currently just in a position where he has lost a lot of the like wizards have lost a lot of the power to yeah. the suits. Like magic makes a lot of money, mm. and they of course they're going to bleed it dry. Um, like Ikoria had the uh, Godzilla crossover. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering if Which, that was another one of those um, special pack things you were saying. But... Yeah, no, so this was like um, within like the collector boosters mm. there was a chance for Godzilla card, like themed cards yeah. but the dif- the difference was was like, oh, it's exactly the same functionality as this card in the regular set. Mm, right. Um, like it literally has, it would say like Godzilla King of Monsters yeah. and then underneath it'll have kind of uh, like basically in brackets mm. like what the card actually is okay that's, um, that's a nice little thing so they're just alternative like art stuff even if i don't um, get back into magic i think i'd still want to collect those because i love godzilla yeah so 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 i i was i was also in the mi- same mindset and then i saw the prices online uh, and i was just not. like <laughs> no um but the, the, the but then he he was just like yeah these cards have the same functionality as uh, as the Godzilla cards, mm. but we didn't but for aesthetic reasons we didn't print the card name underneath. What for the Walking Dead ones? Yeah, uh... so like the card that they might relate to because I don't think those cards exist. Well, yeah, he can say that, but I mean people have because uh, because and... people have gone through That's gone through cool. everything and it's just like well these cards don't exist anywhere else it's very like, easy to tell for as you said for the rick card which was like a white planeswalker there aren't surely there aren't too many that no so, so, and be like, so yeah, they are, isn't the same so this is the thing they're not planeswalkers they're they're creature cards oh. which means they can be com- which means they can be commanders in commander right of course which is which is the issue like uh brawl is where you can have um planeswalkers mm. as your commander but the but like the the text on them has direct like the Daryl card has like the Norman Reedus card yeah. basically has straight up text on it that says like create three walkers or something yeah so does that when when these you know presumably if they if they are just cards that are going to exist at some point in time. Mm-hmm. Do these does that just get changed to zombies, zombies? Yeah. or do they stay as walkers? Because then that's you know you got to errata the oracle text and no. you got to uh, it's just a mess. Mm. Like magic, magic is this like arena. The 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 arena client is a mess <laughs> because um like certain parts of it are just straight up broken. Mm. Uh, every time I launch the game, it comes up. Oh, the game's broken. I've got to just re, re uh, check checking integrity of files, and then it uh, rebuilding <laughs> rebuilding the database. Ooh. And even then, I'll get into some games and like some card art will be missing. Oh, yeah, um, like way too long loading times. Like I remember when I used to play Arena. Uh, the main thing I used to enjoy was draft. Uh, yeah so like that that and this is the surprising thing like everything outside a draft seems to be on fire yeah because zendikar drafts really fun mm. um you know arena's paper draft is really f- uh not pa- uh pers- in person draft is really fun yeah um i really 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 fucking enjoy like 
you know going for the premium draft experience without the bots oh yeah so like now you're going against other people um i yeah yeah i feel like that's what i would play if i do jump back into it i i love the game to pieces Hmm. and i know a lot of the people complaining at the minute do but uh there's a there's a guy from uh mtg goldfish uh saffron olive Hmm does a lot of video work you know he, he does like budget decks and like here's here's a deck and you know yeah a few ideas of where to go mm-hmm. he's, he's really knowledgeable about this stuff but he put an article out was basically just like don't give wizards your money yeah literally i mean that's, like, that's what it's gonna take at the, this point yeah at, at this point like people are still gonna give them the money but if you are really unhappy with the game there is still waste but like i didn't read the whole thing i should really read the whole thing but like the, the core message was like don't give wizards your money and mm-hmm. i have to agree like there are ways to play that game by you know it becomes slush funds basically mm. because you're paying other people who are buying the products and yeah. stuff like that you know whatever but you know buy the singles from people online you know mm. do you can still get into the game without handing your money directly over to wizards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there is enough product out there opens and in single form that wizards will never see a penny from it. And mm. like, don't buy this walking dead crossover thing because it just sends the wrong message. Absolutely. Yeah. If it sells, then they'll just do more, won't they? Yeah. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be a thing. Well, um, well like I, there's a, how this develops. There's an, there's another guy there's another guy on YouTube that basically every you know when people say take take it with a pinch of salt yeah this is like take it with a whole shaker of salt big old salt pile um that you use to keep clean up puke he's called Rudy um Alpha Investments he uh is a MTG card seller mm-hmm. basically um but he mostly deals with like sealed product right uh interesting guy to listen to because he's you know he's got economic 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 experience yep. but also he's kind of a shady dude because he likes he hoards sealed products so that it goes up when it comes out of print then he can boost all the prices up oh there you go yeah and he's got the money to do so he's got mm-hmm. more money than a lot of the other people do because i think he came from um uh housing and development okay. and like property stuff I think he made. I think he potentially made some of his money off the uh, financial crash. Okay, this is a nice uh, but, side hustle for him. So this was the side hustle, and then it's actually now the hustle. The hustle because he said like magic cards don't dec- don't depreciate in value like stock. Yeah. Or you know he's got you know he he collects a particular type of card. He buys cards out so that he owns them all and then he can set the price yeah um but he he's got no one knows whether to believe him or not because he said some bullshit in the past but i i've got you know it is take it with a grain of salt Mm. sort of person but i think he's got some like inside scoop um with some of the people um and there's been some other crossover stuff um that he says like has been in the in the works and just fallen through uh castlevania Ooh. um it was like castlevania game of thrones mm. um that sort of stuff I don't know if uh, with game of thrones anymore <laughs> well this is the thing like he says like a lot of the stuff has fallen through just yeah, yeah, from yeah. like um because it's now too late like the walking dead's a weird one mm. like 
The Walking Dead hasn't been a thing, like hasn't been like a major thing since at least 2014, 2015. It's still like semi-relevant, yeah, because it's just like, yeah, there's still some it's people all, that watch like, it. It's like always surprising that it's on. Yeah. Oh, this is still going, huh? Um, yeah. But yeah, no, the game's on fire. Um, I don't know. Interesting. I will keep a track of this. Keep a track because it's, it's interesting to watch like the community from a distance <laughs> from a distance but also like seeing like reddit so you know like i, I i'm in two magic reddits mm. subreddits um i'm in the magic the circle jerking of course which does all the memes yeah, because yeah, yeah. because the, the official magic subreddit is only for serious <laughs> discussions <laughs> uh no fluff of course low uh, content no no fun allowed <laughs> Uh, and you know obviously the circle game yeah obviously like the circle jerking has like gotten to the point where it's got to the uh, you know oh yeah uh, walking walking dead walking dead cards bad to the left (laughs) um you know for your upvote yeah uh but the it's funny to have seen like the community like the entire community at large just basically get to the point of like unanimous agreement oh. that this is a bad idea it takes a lot for a community that large to agree on something yeah and it's like even re- I, and i'm wondering if it's like hit like some of the magic community like you only play arena and don't really know anything about mm. this um you know don't play physical magic yeah. like i miss fas- I, I miss physical magic so much mm. but this is th- this entire thing is just like making me feel a little bit sick mm. um so yeah, is there any other news that you? That, that, oh, uh, I know, I know. Famitsu put out before we close the show out. I know Famitsu put out um, uh, pictures of the PS5. Oh yeah, in 8K resolution. Ooh. Uh, basically, they just took it with a. They just took it with a fancy DSLR camera. Mm. Um, <laughs> oh, that thing is large. Yeah, he's a, he's a big lad. Uh, they say it's very quiet, though. Happy about that. My PS4 is quite noisy. Um, um, yeah. My my Switch was getting noisy. The fan sometimes goes absolutely mental. It's Mario yeah. Sun- Mario Galaxy and 64, it's fine with. But Sunshine, it was like freaking the fuck out. Actually, yeah, that was something we didn't mention way back when, is that we both finished Sunshine. <laughs> we did. Uh, I have a video series coming out. Oh, uh... If you want to four-part video series oh. coming out on our youtube which uh if you just want to see the descent of uh me getting my hopes and dreams crushed <laughs> i did watch the, the further and foot yeah um but yeah no that ps5 looks fucking huge big boy i'm gonna have to think about where that's gonna go <laughs> Ollie- you can lay it on its side Yes, I think the plastic bit. I think the plastic bit allows you to lay lay on its side. That'd be right. But um, I know uh, Lauren and Ollie are now considering like, oh, we're gonna have to buy a new cabinet. Struggle <laughs> because <laughs> Sony because of a dog. Yeah, because that thing because that thing looks like it'll just suck up hair. Yeah, and like within its little collar bit. Luckily, uh, Monty's not nearly as destructive as as Melvin is. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's end this show, Jacob. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Jacob. Neighbor. Um, we hope you have a lovely week. Yes. And we'll be um, back again soon. You can find us at superprofessional.co.uk. Um, best place to go. 
best place to go. It's got all the links. Mm. Goodbye. Bye.